to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How are you doing, Dad, on this hot uh, day? It is too. We're probably not quite as hot in the coastal area as you are in London, but uh, it's uh, pretty warm at the moment and it's going to get warmer. It is, um, I'll tell you what it is at the moment, it's 24 degrees here at the moment, it's going to go up to 33. Oh, wait, no, it's not, 35. No. Yeah, apparently. It's going to go up to 35 (laughs) today. So yes, it's very warm. I, I, well, I, I, I'm not sure I could cope with that, Steve. To be fair, as you get older, it becomes more difficult to cope with the heat. And um, I find it hard to cope with now. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. Yeah. Oh gosh! But yes, you've got the sea breeze down there, haven't you? Yeah, uh, and the last few days has been a nice breeze too, um, and very, very welcome too. But we don't go out very much. We find that um, just a, a trip round um, the bay and that's it, or into the shops and that's it, local shops, that is. And that's enough because um, mm. indoors it, it, you can cope with it, but outdoors with the sun beating down on you, uh, gets more difficult. Shouldn't complain, though. Has it made any difference to your work? Have you been able to get into the studio no. still? Well, surprisingly enough, I I can work at different times. Very often I work in the morning quite early and uh, up to, you know, nine, ten o'clock, uh, half past ten, and then it starts getting warm. Uh, but the problem is I've got the, – and the other problem I have, of course, I've been using um, the, the coloured pencil with solvents as well. And, and that doesn't help because you're supposed to have ventilation, kind of ventilation because of the noise factor. So it's been a struggle, but I cope. Are you and, getting uh, high on solvents? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just see you sort of boxed into your room just with all of these chemicals in the air and just mm. paint oh, yes. and <laughs> getting real abstract. <laughs> yep. It, it all flows. And, you know, oh, no, no I, I've watched back my latest one and uh, there was no signs of me being... Uh, um, out of it at all so you're you're okay brilliant brilliant all right speaking of which um let's give everyone an update on i'm quite interested to hear this as well because i've not really checked in with you much about how it's gone other than seeing the finished picture but how did you get on with this new picture that you were doing uh last week <clears throat> well the one we were talking about last week when i was on i'm afraid i had to abandon that steve oh yes that's uh, right because it it was first of all several factors one it was taking me ages to do i was up on my fourth day and still just about not even halfway through this is just not possible you know i i can't i can't present this to anybody and the other reason was that um it it got very complicated very very difficult for me to do now if it gets difficult for me to do it's going to be practically impossible for our members to to cope with it what so i had 
Sorry. What made it difficult? What what part were you on where you thought this is going to be ridiculous? Well, there was two things that that were a problem. You remember the paper we were using, the Artistico? Well, I was using that. And it it was tending to skate across the surface of it. I I couldn't get the grip that I wanted when I wanted to put more colour on. Uh, And the other answer to that would have been to uh, use the solvents on it and then add more, which I could have done. But that threw in a complication, Steve, for me. If I do that, start doing that, I'm falling in the trap of all of the other people that are working uh, with the colour pencils that I've watched on the YouTube. And it, it complicates it. It makes it much more difficult. And in our, the whole object of our work is to teach people who are starting out, who are beginners or intermediates, not necessarily to the professional artists. So we have to think about, I have to think about that as I'm doing it. And if it really becomes unattainable, in my view, then it's not going to work. So I had to abandon it. I was about halfway through, just perhaps a little bit more than halfway through. And I thought, no, this is not good. That's interesting because I think a lot of people would just assume that you do a picture and you have no problems, never. You know, you're always, every picture you start, you finish. And I think it's really important to let people know that that isn't always the case. (laughs) (laughs) That you're a human being too. (laughs) Oh, very much so. Um, No, I'm always aware of that though. Uh, Because as I said, it's different criteria. So I I abandoned it. Thought, okay, well, let's um, think think again. And this is exactly what I did. And remember, I told you about um, the premium UART premium sanded paper. Well, that crossed my mind again, and I rewatched that uh, clip that I had. I thought, mm, maybe I don't want to go down the road of UART at the moment. I wonder if Pastelmat would work. Because I know people have used Pastelmat for colour pencil. Okay. So I did a little bit of practising. And then it was a question of what colour to use. So I sort of racked my brains. Because I've used most of the colours now. If I I have a too dark a colour, it's not going to work with the colour pencil. If I use white, that would work. We're back to square one again. So I thought, what about the light grey? So I played with that a little bit, and I thought, hang on, this works, because I, when you put the white on, you can see the white on the light grey. Not very easy, but you can see it. So I thought, right, well, what I'll do is I'll set something up uh, on the light grey pastel map and give that a go. And I did. And it worked, and I was very, very pleased with the end result. Now, you said you had a problem with the Artistico, the pencil skating over it after a while. I didn't have much grip. Is that problem resolved with the pastel map because of its texture? Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that, that's the whole point of it, because you could, it, grips, it grips. You can get that same grip. Not quite the same as you can with the pastel pencil. But with with the um, coloured pencil, you've seen the finished result and uh, how well that came up. And I thought, this is different to the pastel pencil. Same sort of process, 
I mean, the, the whole idea of this really is to find another medium that people can try and use. And then once they got the techniques, just as I did, I picked up all the, a lot of the techniques that were used by other artists using the colour pencil. See, and, and because I did that, I could then adapt it to my own pictures, which is what I've done. And I, the other thing I wanted to do is uncomplicated. I wanted it to be uh, coloured pencil, pastel wet paper, solvent. That's it. I didn't want anything else to interfere with it. No pan pastels and no, um, I think they call it pencil blender, coloured pencil blender. And... Uh, and other tools and the um, blending tools and the, the titanium white that you can mix with the, um, the solvent to get uh, a, a, an extra white. I don't know. I want, I want to do, I make this as pure as I could. So color pencil, solvent, that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. And I achieved it. So tell us about the picture that you did on the pastel mat paper. Right. Well, I did. The, I, I wanted to do an animal because I, I thought this is the thing that most people would want me to do anyway. Uh, uh, I wanted to do a picture of some animal I hadn't actually done before, and it turned out to be a puma. Now I had this puma for some time. I'd had it uh, in the back of my mind, and I thought this would work because it's um, a cat. It's got uh, some great fur, detail in it, and it had a background which I could adapt easily, just sort of a normal, uh, my usual dark green background, which was on the picture. When people see it, they'll see the picture as well, because I show that a few times as I go through the video. And it seemed to me to be something that I would enjoy doing because that's important, isn't it? You've got to want to do it. Hmm. Otherwise, if your heart's not in a picture and you're doing it for the sake of it, well, forget it. So I started off, and what I did, I did my usual thing with the ear. I started with the left ear, which is my usual starting point. And uh, then I did the second one, you know, in my usual bit at a time. So it's much quicker. Then I decided, once I'd done the ears, to use the solvent. Now, that's something I didn't expect to do when I started out. The solvent and on I the ears? The, on the, just the ears, yes. That's all that was done. Because I thought, this is an experiment. At that moment of time, I was uh, in the position I was in, although I was filming it as though it was a proper picture that people could uh, follow the whole idea was to do it as an exercise because i hadn't done anything like quite like that before uh, which i think is exciting for members when they look at it and uh, see colin hasn't done this before how is he going to achieve it so i thought no i'll use the solvent so i did and i was delighted with the way it came up i thought this is really really good and I express that on the video. So people will hear all my, wow, look at that. I can't believe it. All this sort of thing. Um, and that's spontaneous. 
anyway, I finished the years off very pleased with them. And what really impressed me was, you know, when you um, you've finished the year on a pastel pencil picture, I sharpen my white up and put the hairs in, don't I? Well, I sharpen the white colored pencil up and I put the hairs in and it worked. Wow. That's interesting. I would say not as perhaps quite as intense as the pastel pencil, but certainly enough to, to be, for people to see how good it actually looked. Mm. So that encouraged me. So from then onwards, I thought, hey, to myself, not to the video, I think we're going to, this is going to work. So the whole approach from then on was, was to do it as a proper teaching video mm. from the beginning. And it went like clockwork. And was it quicker? Yes, it took me, altogether, it would, took me just over two days to actually do it, which is not too far away from a pastel pencil picture. What made it quicker, would you say, than, than what uh, you were doing before? Just your application? Uh, first of all, pastel map, because it responds quicker. Uh, it was quicker in as much as I kind of... I was in familiar territory, if you know what I mean. Thinking of pastel pencils, this is how I would use it in pastel pencils. Slight deviations, but basically... But what I decided to do then was to complete the whole picture before... No, I'm telling a lie. I'm lying again, Colin. I didn't complete that whole picture. I got as far as... Uh, Underneath the eyes, I think, I, I, and, and I, in fact, I think I put the eyes in at that stage, but I was still rest of the head and the body to do. But I decided, and I don't really know why I did. Oh, yes, I do. I remember back. What I did, when you put the white pastel around the ear on a light gray pastel mat, you can't see it very easily. You can see what I mean? It doesn't show up. So what I decided to do is to uh, put the background in just round the ear so that I could actually see the impact that the ears made. And then I did that and I thought, hmm, I think I'll do a little bit more of the background. And I ended up doing all of the background. Before you'd finished the animal? Oh, long way before I finished the animal. Yeah. That's not your usual routine. Exactly. So it was, and, but, it, but it, is a, it is a routine that I did on the, you remember the one I abandoned? Yes. I did it on that. And that worked well. So I'd already, if you like, I'd had a practice run at doing something like this. And it worked really well. Now, because what I could, sorry, sorry, I was going to say, I was, go on, carry on. What I was, what I was going to say was, you could, once you put the background in with colour pencils, you can kind of, you can work the fur around the edge of the animal so that you can get it started, if you know what I mean, rather than straight, you know, line, effectively. So I could kind of fashion that. So it worked really well. Interesting. And people will see that once they see the picture. And I hope that we can put this up, you know, within perhaps a, a shorter period of time mm. so that people can actually see that. Mm. it's you a good process though you didn't use any band pastels for this so was it the background was it it, it was just solely colored pencils on there mm. how sure. did you get that i'll put the picture i'll put the picture in the in the um 
on the website sure. um, so people can see what we're talking about. How did you get it such a, a painting-esque style background? Well, this was the whole idea of doing it. Remember last week we were talking about this, we were talking about it. Um, we wanted to do it as a, a painting rather than a drawing. Mm. Well, what I did, I used a burnishing technique. Now, what you do is you put the dark colour on first. Now, this is the opposite to pastel pencil. If you remember with pastel pencil, we put the light colours on and then I build up the dark. Mm. You don't do it that way. You you put the, the medium to dark colour on first. That goes in, but it goes in... Uh, you, what, what you're lo- doing is you're leaving... Um, Oh, what can I say? Some of the little sparkle of the paper. It's like a little. You, you, you've seen it before, because um, I usually say you need to uh, fill the sparkle in. So it's a bit sparkly when you use the dark colour. So what you then do is use a lighter colour. This is the lighter green, which is a softer colour, and you burnish. You burnish it in. And that smooths down. Interesting. People will be able to see it anyway when when they see the picture, the video. And uh, but it worked very well. And then I could put other colours in. I could put my lighter colours in, my uh, um, ochres, darker greens, quite a lot of colour. I think there's about six or seven pencils I use for the background. Wow. It, it Honestly, it looks really close to a pastel painting. That's right. It does. It, it, but it would do, wouldn't it? Because that's that's basically what I want to do. But it's a painting. Yes. And when you use it, and, and then what I did, once I did that, I used a solvent on it, which, which, which uh, gives you that smoothness that you see. Yes. If you didn't use this, you could have left it without putting the solvent on, but it does make quite a difference and people will see a section that I, that I've done with the solvent and, I've, and the area that I haven't done. And they will see a vast difference between the two. Mm. It would be possible. I didn't do it on this one, but it would be possible to do that again, to actually repeat what you've done. And it will probably come out uh, even better. Is the same application um, apart from the background you mentioned, where you use the darker colours for uh, the darker colours first, when you're doing the yeah. actual fur of the animal and the other sections, do you still work with the base colour? No, the opposite. No, you don't do that. Interesting. No, I know it isn't. It's like a it's like a, a completely different journey I had to make, and I don't even when I look back on the decisions I made at the time, which were made at the time. Uh, how I got away with it, but I did, and it worked. But if you put the dark colours on first on the um, animal, those colours would would be too severe. Okay, so you put the the medium colours on. Yeah, yeah. I I know I put a light colour on because it was a light light animal, so. Well, I only put the light colours on where the light was. I put the dark colours on where the dark colours was. Yeah. You know. Same as pastel pencil. I use those techniques of pastel pencil for that. Right. 
So when you're looking at the fur, because before you would start off with a white or a light gray. That's right. What, what, what changes in this, in this application? Can you just go straight? When, when you, you still work, I still had to, had to work from the light to dark principle yeah. there. Okay. I did with the background because the background had no detail in it. Right. It just, okay. just plain. Okay. But with the fur and things like the eyes, um, for mm. example, if we section out the eyes, which, which look fab, yeah. how, how did you get that application going? Do you, do you, that, that was, that was my, that was my fear. That was the one that, cause I'd done all the top of the head, the, um, and all the, the and, and the fur underneath the eyes, I'd done quite a lot of work on it by then. And now for the eyes, I say, full of confidence, but not failing it, if you know what I mean. Now we're going to do the eyes, folks. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, we, and that calmness of my voice doesn't reflect what's going on inside. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh my, right out there. Am I going to make this? Am I, am I going to really ruin it? Well, it wouldn't matter because you would never see it because I wouldn't show it. That would be another one for the bin. <laughs> but I, what I did there deliberately to start with, and I do say this when I start off, take your time. Patience is the key to this, and I've got loads of that. So I, when I use the dark for the rim of the eye first time, I kind of say, now I'm going to be really careful here. And I was saying that to myself as well. Take your time going around there. Because if I make one slip with that dark grey, which I used, that's it. You can't you can't rub it out. You can't rub colour pencil out. Right. So you've got to be very, very careful. However, you get the rewards. But the, the thing is, and I did the eye, and the eyes look, well, you've seen them, they look absolutely superb. They came out brilliantly. But then, once I'd finished, it was solvent time, and that's when my heart went in my mouth, because I'd done the whole animal, virtually finished it, and now all I've got to do is use the solvent on it. But it came off absolutely brilliantly i couldn't have asked for better so with the eyes for example would you have solvented the eyes first or would you like before you carried on would do you do a bit solvent do a bit solvent or do you do the whole thing and then solvent um well i didn't this time i'm not sure whether i would do it the other way i i probably won't start with until i get a bit more confident i know i did the ears but they they kind of they were separate, and that was very much an experimental area at that time. It wasn't until I saw the result of those years, and I thought, well, now I'm going to now treat it as a proper project. Yeah. Uh, in in the way I would. So, but the eyes, the key to it, Steve, and I can tell you now, and I emphasise it on the video is that you t- you do as little solvent as you can. You dip it into the solvent, you scrape the uh, as much off the brush as you can back into the bottle, which people will see me do. And then I've got a tissue, kitchen tissue there, and you rub it on the tissue to get as much of the solvent off as you can. 
but still leave enough on the brush. That's that's amazing amount left on the brush. It's amazing. And then you you use it. So what what would be a disaster if you put it on straight from the bottle and put it on and it floods Mm. and all the colors would run and you'd have a mess. So by limiting, very much limiting the amount of solvent that you're actually touching it. What I could, I tell you what absolutely staggered me it still does. I put my light in my eye, the white in the eye, and then I put a tiny little dot. Once I'd finished the very dark grey pupil, and I put black on top of the pupil, right, we're talking about dark grey and black, the only two colours that went on the pupil. And then right at the very end of that, when I was doing the, uh, the, the the drawing aspect of this, I put a tiny little white dot into the eye. And I thought, wow, that looks really good. Well, come back to the solvent now. When it came to me doing that, I had to put the solvent on the pupil. Now, what do you think happened to the white dot? It just went. No, it didn't. It should have done. And by rights, it should have done. But I worked, I worked around the tiny little white dot. And it didn't run into it? No. And, and at the end, when I finished the eye off, I commented back on that and said, look, even that little white dot I worked around. Wow. Because the solvent was total, under total control. So isn't it wonderful that you can That's do that? really Both interesting. Eyes. Both eyes are that tight. I mean, I can't even tell you how big the dot was. It was just a tiny little pinprick. But I could have put it back again. So if people think, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to do that, it doesn't matter. You can always put it back again afterwards because you can revisit. Once the solvent's dry, you can revisit and carry on and put more pastel. I do that. Not pastel, colored pencil. I do that in one area above the nose. Uh, I used the solvent and... It, it, it was just, I don't know quite what happened, but it didn't work out quite as much as I'd liked it, as good as I'd liked to have done. So what I did, I revisited that, putting more colour on, and it worked really well. Wow. So there's, there's quite a lot of uh, areas, but what you're not going to be able to do, if you use too much solvent, you've got a problem. If you um, put dark colour where it's not supposed to go, you've got a problem. So those are the two areas that uh, would make this really an intermediary um, picture, I think, rather than a, a wouldn't be a beginner's picture. No. That's, so I put it in the intermediary class. That's really interesting. Really interesting. It is, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, I'm looking forward to Once I finished it, and I was delighted with it, and I looked at it on the screen, I think that, that's... That's what you wanted. And the other... Oh, yes. Well, it's going to get better, though. <laughs> the thing is, like Pastel did, as I, I've learned an awful lot from that, so I'm going to take that to the next picture. Hmm. I'm going to do a few more so people will see that. But what I, what, I, what I was delighted with mainly is because I don't think I've seen anybody on the Internet doing quite what I've done in the same way, which is what I wanted to do. I wanted to be bit different Mm. and i didn't rely on any of the extra white 
Because what you can do, once you put the solvent on, particularly, and it dries out, you can reapply that white pencil on top of that. Pastel matte is the key to this. Mm. Brilliant. That's brilliant. That's really interesting. Um, I really like these updates. I, I, I'm sure people at, at home listening to this as well uh, are enjoying hearing your journey and the uh, um, discoveries that you're making as you're doing this medium. It's, it's really fascinating to hear, and I'm really glad that we're documenting it on this podcast. We're at the early days at the moment, and when people mm. see this project, uh, they'll be able to um, add in what they've heard from this podcast and, and think of that whilst following along and uh, I hope that gives a bit more context to where you are mm. at at the moment mm. well it, it's it's a nice addition as far as we're concerned because it's good good content Steve isn't it it's good um, uh, from, from the uh, all those colour pencil artists who maybe have had bought colour pencils but don't know what to do with them mm. and I think most people would have them they would have already bought them it's kind of like a first pencil and tried, oh, that doesn't work. But now we've found that pastel map particularly works, or I think it would work with the um, UART as well, Yeah, the, the sanded paper as well. Yeah, Anything similar to pastel map would work. But we're going to use pastel map because, because we sell it anyway, and it's a very, very popular um, paper for pastel artists as well, Steve. Mm. So uh, it'd be silly for us to go down. So I'm ordering more from you later on. When I <laughs> you off I've got to order some more light grey. Brilliant. Uh, but, and I shall stick to that, I think. Mm. What we've got to do is like when you're using any colour pencil, really, you can't have too dark a paper. It won't work. You haven't got the pigmentation. Uh, you can... And I very successfully worked the dark grey with pastel pencils, and and that works really well. But it would do because you've got a much higher concentration of pigment. But colour pencils, it wouldn't work at all. So you've got to use. I think you've either got to use white or light grey. Not sure you get it. You might get away with it with sand. I'm not sure. I haven't tried that, but I've had such a success with the light grey that I'm going to probably stick to that. Okay. Good. Really good. Okay, excellent. Well, we'll put a pin in that for the moment and we'll come back next week, see if you've done any more or if you've gone back to pastel. I think it'll be really interesting for people just to to sort of see where we're at next week and uh, and how you're getting on. Mm. Uh, like I say, I love these updates. I'm sure they do too. Um, so, yeah, we hope everyone's enjoyed this episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.